Hi there. Thanks for joining us on Let's Talk Taste with Sherry, where we're saving the earth one flavor at a time by gathering community to share wisdom around the natural connections between our innate sense of taste and flavors that are grown in healthy, regenerative soils. Welcome. Hey there, Sherry Hess with The Flavor Remedy. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Let's Talk Taste with Sherry, saving the earth one flavor at a time. Okay, so speaking of the earth, I am a lifelong gardener. I wake up in the mornings and my favorite thing to do is to, you know, drink my cup of coffee, or if I'm being a good girl, maybe some herbal tea. (laughs) And I wander around in my garden and I talk to my plants and I ask them what they need. And, you know, I live in Colorado where it's not really easy to grow things. Um, When I first moved here and I first started digging in my yard and wanting to raise, usually I do raised beds and that makes it a little bit easier to create a garden. But when you first start digging in the soils in Colorado, you run into a lot of clay and clay is not really easy to grow food in, right? So I'm in my house five years now and I've been amending my soil year after year after year and kind of following in the footsteps. My father is a, um, is a farmer, he's a second generational farmer. And so he is the one who has always, um, that's been our bonding thing is gardening. We've always talked about gardening whenever we contact each other. How's your garden doing? He's, he's on the East Coast. So he has a little bit easier time with soils than I do. But anyway, this morning I was wandering through the garden with my bare feet and I was looking at the peas in my garden. And the first thing I ate this morning was just kind of cracked open some pea pods and I was eating the peas. And I was just thinking to myself, wow, this whole idea of flavor has really, really um, taught me a lot about gardening. And isn't that interesting? It's like a reverse of when I say flavor saves the earth, right? And I talk about the importance of choosing flavorful food that's grown in, you know, regenerative, healthy soils. I never really thought about the flip side of that. Like, okay, if I'm going to, if I want a pea to grow and be super sweet and delicious, what do I, what, how do I support the soil to be able to produce that, right? Like, this is what regenerative farmers and, um, and like a lot of these different agroforestry, and there's so many different ways of, of looking at growing food now outside of even what I grew up with. When I grew up gardening, like my dad, we totally put, NPK fertilizer on. It was part of what his generation learned in farming, right? He kind of grew up through that generation of agricultural chemical people coming in and telling them what's good for their farms, right? So he had that kind of ingrained in him. No judgment on him. It's what they learned and what they were seeing, you know, I guess some successes with. But I'm like, okay, now that I understand that it's not just about the chemistry of the soil, it's about the life in the soil, I'm starting to ask myself, okay, how do, how do I, how do I support this life? How do I support this living system in the soil so that I'm getting sweet tomatoes or really strong kale, right? So this year I've done a couple of things different in my garden for the first time. So this is the first time I'm doing no-till. So no-till is, you know, like I said, my whole life, we've always just turned the garden every year so that we can, you know, basically break up the soil and plant seeds so that the seeds have nice loose loamy soil to to grow in. Well, what I've learned through these conferences is that 
there's this intelligence, there's this network of intelligence underground in the soil. Um, mycorrhizal fungi is what it's called. And it's basically, I, I envision it like this, um, like the internet of the, of the soil. It's this kind of network that just spider webs out of fungus. And it's basically like communication devices for plants. It talks, it, it kind of reaches out and finds what this plant over here needs and it pulls it from over here. And it's not just chemistry, it's life. It's looking for the bacteria that support it. It's looking for the, the nematodes, the insects, like whatever supports the plant, this network of intelligence goes out and supports, right? So no-till is the first thing I did. The other thing I did this year was um, added some ocean minerals because minerals are a huge part of this, right? Again, if we think of the earth or think of ourselves, our bodies, like a little mini earth, like we're walking around like a little version of the earth and we need minerals, like the ground needs minerals. They, they, this, is, this is part of where um, composting also helps with, right? Cause you're, 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 when you compost, you're taking plants and, you know, scraps of vegetables and stuff that are grown that have minerals in them and you're putting it back into the soil. Like there's this cycle of, um, of life that happens. So anyway, I, I'm going off track a little bit, but mostly when I, what I want to, what to say is, um, it's made me, this whole idea of flavor has made me so curious about how is this flavor being produced in this plant and what is supporting it, you know, from a life standpoint, from a mineral standpoint, from um, an energetic standpoint, like the sun, the water, like there's so much to it, right? And I think about, so one th another thing that I did this year, but so besides the, the sea minerals that I put in there, which is basically, I think, dehydrated ocean water. So it's a little bit salty, you know, so I'm sure that that's contributing to the salty flavors that grow into plants naturally. Um, I put some kelp, I sprinkled kelp across my garden to sort of add to that whole idea, but it, but kelp is, um, kelp is one of the things like sea plants are very strong in umami flavor. So if you ever had like a nori roll, right, with the, the seaweed that wraps around the sushi, that plant itself is really high in protein. So it has a very strong umami flavor and umami equals protein. So putting that into the soil, then I can only imagine is contributing to the strength of the plant, right? The, the protein of the plant. Um, I think about that from the aspect of collagen. Collagen is something like, you know, from a human standpoint, we're, from our vanity standpoint, we're all, you know, looking for collagen. And there's so many people selling collagen supplements now. And, and I almost did it. Like, I almost was like, okay, this is plant-based or uh, ocean-based sea life collagen. I'm like, this, this could be good. This might be good for me, help strengthen my bones and um, prevent bruising, whatever, right? There's things that collagen supports. And then I started asking, I was like, well, wait a minute, where does collagen come from? So I dig deeper as I always do, because I'm always wondering how things work. What's the why here, right? And collagen comes from silica and silica is part of plants. And it's like, there's more to it. There's always more to it, right? So I'm thinking that that, you know, putting that kelp in my garden is then, you know, providing the silica, which then can be translated into the plant to make it a strong, healthy plant. The kale I have in my garden right now is like the healthiest kale I've ever seen that I've ever grown here. So I just love this idea. I love this idea. If you're a gardener and you're um, really curious about how to make your garden more flavorful, 
start getting curious, right? Start asking, well, how do I make this more, how do I make this a more um, flavorful garden? What do I need to give the soil in order for this plant to be more flavorful? And in making it more flavorful, I'm pretty sure you're probably going to make it more healthy as well. There's lots of garden resources out there. I'm actually gonna put a post at the bottom of this, of this episode, um, a link to a, um, a gardening resource. It's, it's a pretty, you could do a lot with it, but don't overwhelm yourself, right? Just, just get curious, just get curious about how, what you can learn from flavor, how you can think about flavor as a way to support your garden in a healthier way. Mm-hmm.